0: This is Q&A. A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And continuing with this afternoon's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Mufti sahib, if a person has been under the influence of uh, intoxicants and drugs and issues three talaks at once, is a talak valid or not?
1: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. We will respond to a question now. I was just going through... What is on the hard edge? day forty four? Tens of thousands, meaning over a hundred thousand religious party supporters rally in Pakistan against Israel's bombing in Gaza. France to send new medical supplies, hospital ship to you, to Gaza. So France woke up the Hitler day the Macron. EU Commission President, remember they were are all in favor of Israel, but now they have to show face a little bit, so slams violence by extremists in the West Bank. Listen to the language. EU, European Union Commission President slams violence by extremists, not terrorists, extremists. 100% terrorists, the Haramis, war criminals, extremists in the West Bank. Then next one, look at this. They go there. Yeah. You see yeah, they speak diaspora Jews. So the Jews who are outside Israel, like how we say there are 6 million to 7 million Palestinians in the diaspora, they all must come back. That is what we're saying. The Judas can go to hell. They can leave Israel. Israel is not their country. They are invaders and squatters there. So diaspora Jews are hostages to Israel's behavior. It shows Israel's policy and behavior. Is sending them more and more out. So if you know anything about Jutla Azam, that's my word, Jutla Azam, the Jutla Haramis. You can quote me, I enjoy it when I send it out on X on Twitter. Jutla Haramis, you must frack. And if you don't understand what frack is, you die like a dog. It's going through one way. So use words. There's Twitter and X don't have brains. They just would work with algorithms and so forth. So now you must remember is this that we must must show them that what we are saying, your Aliyah has stopped. Aliyah means people coming into Israel. Now exodus is taking place. Over 200,000 plus Jutlas have left Israel. More of you must get out because it's not your place. You came there as squatters and invaders and so forth. And you Palestinians, when the dust has settled, you better start coming back. Inshallah, the status quo will change. Inshallah, always have that wish. And you simple Simon Muslims, never say, I want a Palestinian child, I want this. We must say, they all must stay there. They are the murabiteen. They are the people who are guarding Al Aqsa Al Mubarak. They are guarding Al Bafatul the western West Bank. They are the ones guarding Al Aqsa Al Mubarak and Al Gaza. So therefore, they have to stay there. And Allah will reward them because they are fulfilling a first kifaya and something which is obligatory on this Ummah, on behalf of this Ummah, half the Ummah, the leaders, are traitors and the other half are murtids also. You know how things work, besides few, four, five of them. Okay, the question is, a person is intoxicated with drugs, with alcohol, and then he wrote, or he uttered three talak and so forth. Will it be valid? 100% valid. You must remember that he knew what he's saying he knew what is writing, how he knew what is three, and all these type of things. They only get drunk when it comes to talaq and that. Ask them when to drive the car or go to job and shop and all that. Then they're not drunk. They know what they are doing. So yes, the talaq will be valid. Valid talaq sakran. So the person who is intoxicated and he issued the talaq, it will be valid. That is the fatwa according to majority scholars and jurors of Islam.
0: What is the ruling with regards to making wudu in the shower according to the Hanafi and the Shafi'i Mazhab?
1: According to all four schools, in the good old days, you must remember, they never had showers and all that like ours. you must remember that. They had the bathroom, toilet, everything outside. So nowadays we have all privacy and so forth. So even if you are in your birthday suit, you don't have any clothing and so forth. And then you wash your hands, you wash your private, thereafter you make wudu. And then you continue. Your Hutu is totally valid, so you must remember that. That what is written in some kutubu shafi'iya in the shafi'i books, and that you must wear a lungi and cover yourself. That was in those days when other people could see you. Obviously, even today, even in the privacy of your shower bathroom, you do so. Though so that is your haya, your shame. So that is precaution and your taqwa and piety. But you can't say if a person doesn't have any clothes on. And and is taking a shower, a bath, then he's sinful. You can't say that. You will say it is mubah and permissible. And let's say you never made huzu, but you took a complete shower, you took a complete bath, so your huzu also is valid. You buy a cow, the milk comes free of charge. So automatically, yeah, also your huzu is done. And don't go make huzu after the ghusl. Man tawadda abad al ghusli fa minna, who makes wudu after taking a bath, thick shower, that is not of us, meaning you're just wasting water, Rawahu Tabarani. So remember, Islam is teaching us about conserving all the precious, you must remember, bounties of Allah, like water and others 1400 years ago. So that is the beauty of Islam, it has an international and global message for everybody.
0: Who was uh, Sayda Hafsa radiyallahu anha?
1: Sayyidah Hafsa, I just spoke of her this morning. Sayyidah Hafsa radiyallahu anha passed away during this month of Juma'a dal-Ula. It was in the year 45 and she passed away at the age of 63. And remember two, three stories quickly, your like stories I give you. One day our Ustad, our Sheikh Muhammad Ali Shabuni, he stayed in Makkah for 50 years and more. He passes away in Istanbul about two years ago. Rahimahullah, Allah grant him Jannat al-Firdaus al This book he gave me personally, even wrote my name, Az-Ziwajul Mubakir. You must get married quickly, quickly. So he wrote some incidents there, light-hearted say the ayesha radiallahu anha say the hafza anha their our houses were like almost attached to one another if one opened the window other one opened the window they could just speak you know it was so close to one another like our old homes and so forth how we used to live before so nevertheless so they were very very good friends so one day they were sitting and you must remember that she was there say the when they looked at their own clothes, it wasn't so smart and impressive. And Sayyidah Souda was old, but her clothes were very beautiful. And they knew the master Habibunah Rasulullah will enter just now. So she that they made a plan, you see. Sayyidah Aisha, Sayyidah Hafsa. Wa. They told her, You know what happened, Sayyidah, sayyidah Souda? She said, What? She told, Then they told her, Kharajat Dajjal. Dajjal is coming out or is out already. So she got frightened and petrified and terrified. What must I do? So they told her, go in that room there. But it's like the, you know, storeroom. Lot of dust and dirt and so forth. So she's hiding there. When Mustafa, Rahmatul Alameen, Mustafa made his grand entry, these two honorable wives, and Umm al-Mu'minin, chapter 33, verse 5, was wajuhu ummahatuhum. So they were laughing, smiling, Habibu sallallahu knows there's something happening here. Why are you laughing? So they didn't say it. they just gestured. Go there, pointing there, go there, like you know. So the master sallam goes, he sees Sayyidah Saudar hiding, What's wrong? Why are you hiding here? And now the dust or whatever dirt had already fallen on her clothing. She said, Ya Rasulallah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Jali has come out, or is on the verge of coming out. So Habibuna Rasulullah just smiled and he looked at Azad Aisha, Azad Hawsa and so. So jiska zarb bara ho, Allah inko bara bana hai. So sometime in life you have to keep a magnanimous heart, you must remember this thing. And in your husband-wife relationship, you can't be a tiger and a lion. When you read the seerah of Umar bin Khattab, Amirul Mu'mineen radiallahu anhu arda, when he is to enter his house, then he was like a child. He used to laugh, he is to joke with his spouses and honorable wives and all of them. And not that person who was outside when he was the Amirul Mu'mineen and the Amirul Jaish, commander in chief, and so forth. Speaking about, you must remember the bathrooms and all that outside and so, story types. So, we, I was born in an African township, which called it location, then Heidelberg, Heidelberg, Gauteng, Transvaal. So, you must remember, so many times, initially, we had our toilet all that outside. So, everybody walks like, you know, with a bottle. But they knew that I joke a lot and I make a lot of musty and, you know, we have some fun and all i was the youngest you understand so my father mother wouldn't shout me and so much you understand they said this guy makes he, he make a lot of busty but leave him he's all right so anyway so we had one guy used to work for us john he worked for thirty, thirty-five, maybe even 40 years i think maybe he embraced islam i'm not sure but he knew everything if he embraced islam alhamdulillah if he didn't allah knows best so nevertheless <clears throat> one day i was going there with my bottle So I asked him, John, you know why we take this bottle here? He said, of course I know. I asked him why. He say because you coolies. You see those days everybody used to speak like that. Those white people they say "khanna de kulidorp too. You see, go there by the Indian township. So they call kulidorp. if you know Africans. That was how they should speak, you must remember. It was Takiai Kalam, you know, it was the expression they should use. So he said, Yeah, you coolies, I know, you'll eat all this hot hot food, spicy food, all these type of things. So now when you go to relieve yourself, then you need the water. So I say why? He said chisa. You understood, Lucky? Maningi chisa. You say it's burning a lot, all the spicy food. So now you have to use the water to just, you know, neutralize it, little word. Maningi chisa. So this time. Now whose fault is this? Look at it, analyze it. We didn't take Islam to the masses. We just made the whole day. Ganamama, ganamama, Tenga,ma,ma and all that, and all that. Fighters come to my shop, and this, and this. So we have failed our people, how we have failed Gaza, how we have failed Palestine, how we have failed the Ummah at large, remember that. We are supposed to be mobilizing, organizing ourselves. We have the best, we have to share it and we have to propagate it to the rest as well. Teach everybody the Mahasin of Islam, the beauty of Islam, the justices of Islam, automatically they will gravitate. You know, I wonder, I cry. It's only Allah's further Al the Is the grace of Allah, is the mercy of Allah. Four o'clock in the morning the Jutlas wake up, the Hindus wake up, some of them, the non Muslims wake up, the Satanists wake up, people who don't believe in any religion atheists. They say, AK, hey, we want to challenge you. What is this? What is this? And we really I just cry, beg Allah, Ya Allah, use us for your deed. So imagine for a non-Muslim to listen to an Islamic program. We start four o'clock and then five past four, I start with Allah's help and thereafter I do tafsir, commentary, one, two verses and then we give you news, views and interviews, what is happening and then the line is open, nothing is censored. You can ask what you want to, you can tell me, you can swear me also. I accept it, I got no problem. But we want to give you the truth. So wake up and run up to the challenge of Ummah that we have to give people they draw their own conclusion their own inferences and they think there's an imagined death so that is where we are failing so inshallah if you cry to Allah one sentence you have to see read two Rakats salat daily Allahumma j'alna min al maqbulin oh all almighty Allah accept us for your deen ya Allah make us the khadim the servant of your deen and dance how Allah will elevate your rank and status inshallah
0: is it permissible to kiss the deceased spouse on the forehead um, before or even after the ghusl
1: Remember, this person never got tired of kissing his wife. You see, he say, "Oh my poppy, oh my honey, oh my darling, let me give you the last time my lucky lips." You see, so can you kiss the Takabilul Mota? That's the unwan. That's the heading of the masla of the of the issue we're discussing. You see, on one Friday, my cousin passed away, Gora. So they in were very good person. Allah grant him Jannah to my Masi's son, my Kala's son, my maternal auntie's son. So his two sons were with me in the plains. So I made them sit, you understand, them. one son was there with me. So I told him that you, the one son went by car, the other son was with me in the plane. So the one son, I said, you come sit here. So because I wanted to give him, I know he shattered now. His mother passed away several years ago and her father passed away. So I told him, you have to do this, do this. So when we went there, Springfield Beach, so I called the two brothers. I say, see, I'm taking you inside the room now. Your father is there. I'm going to tell my sister and the family they will take all the ladies out. We will enter and you, you must kiss your father. So, when your father passes away, your mother passes away, then for you sons, daughters, to kiss your father, mother on the forehead or your brother, sister, remember that is Sunnah to Dalil, evidence proof for that. The first person to pass away in Madinah Munawwara, Baad al hijra after the migration of Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah was Uthman bin Maz'oon. So he passed away. Wainahu Tazrifan. He Habibuna Rasulullah Mubarak tears were rolling down. Wakabalahu Baina Aine. He Habibuna Rasulullah kissed him on his forehead for Uthman bin Masun. Eight years later, plus minus approximately, Ibrahim Ibn Rasulullah passes away. The beloved son of the Master وسلم, passed away. His mother was Sayida Maria qibtiya then Habibuna told Sahaba you bury my beloved son Ibrahim we are so sad with your separation departure we won't be able to walk with you talk with you but he was 18 months old Allah will give you a wet nurse a foster mother there to feed you there in Jannah open Mishkat you will find all all this. Nevertheless, so now we see that Mustafa bury him in the same grave of Uthman bin Maz'oon. Imagine all this we can locate and we can pinpoint also. So that's one. He Habibuna Rasulullah, his demise takes place. Sayyidina Abu Bakr al an is in Awali and Medina on the outskirts periphery of Medina Munawwara. And then when he hears, he rushes. There is the shawl and a piece of material placed over the Cheherai over the countenance, the Mubarak face of the Master, he removes that and moves it away, kisses the Master on his forehead and says, Tibatahiya wa mida ya Rasulullah, oh Mustafa sallallahu sallam, your life was so pure. Now your demise also is so pure. Inna kameetytu wa inna umayyitu. You also, your demise will take place. They also will pass away. Kullu nafsindaikatul maut. Nevertheless, so that is all sunnah. Now we come to husband wife. If the wife pass, if the okay, start with this one. If the husband passes away. So, I drop dead now. So, I'm giving example, inshallah, we'll still carry on. So, you must remember that. So, I drop dead now. So when the husband passes away, for the wife to touch her husband skin to skin, to kiss her husband on the forehead or whatever, all that permissible, no problem with that, according to I'mma Arbaa, Why? According to all four schools. Because she is still in iddat, She can't get married and all that. The iddat will be from time of death, 130 days. You know, Abu Bakr Siddiqui, who gave him ghusl." Asma two Tumays, so you must remember that even for the wife to give ghusl to the husband. One maulana ye in Pretoria he made was see. The people were amazed. They said this maulana didn't allow the man. I said it's permissible. So he told his wife, "You must give the ghusl." So that is permissible also. So, therefore, for the wife to touch the body or kiss the husband is permissible, no problem. Now, the other way around, the wife passes away. Can the husband touch his wife? Shafi is, Malik is, humbly say, yes, permissible. When we say, What is your Dalil, Jib Dalil? we have to give evidence. Say, Sayyidina Fatima anha, is the month of Ramadan and Third Ramadan, 11th year of the Hijrah, six months after the demise of Mustafa, Habibuna Rasulullah. Hadith Bukhari Sharif, kat She was so sad, so heartbroken, she shouldn't smile, she shouldn't laugh. She was thinking of her beloved father, Mustafa Rasulullah so before now she knew her time is now very very near death is imminent so she then says I'll take a ghusl and you must place my body like this and then you Ali radiyallahu anhu my beloved husband you must give me ghusl you must read my salatul janaza. you must go into the grave and bury me lo and behold that is exactly what Sayyidina Ali did so that is the evidence you must remember of is. <clears throat> Malikis and Hanbalis, they say if the husband kisses the wife or gives ghusl, it's permissible, he can touch her. We come to the Hanafi jurists and scholars, they say you can carry the body, you can go into the grave, you can perform the salatul janaza be the Imam, everything. But when your wife passes away, then Hanafi say, you can't touch your deceased wife, skin to skin. You can't kiss her and all that. So we ask the Hanafis, but why? So Hanafi say, Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse 23, وَأَنْ تَجْمَعُوا al Somebody's wife passes away. Now he, this husband, wants to marry her sister. So is it permissible or not? It's just an issue the Fuqaha, the jurors have discussed. It's permissible because his nikah to her is broken now so therefore when a nikah is broken so he can't touch her skin to skin so therefore they say it's not permissible that you call tafakuh fiddeen that is what is called fiqah that is what is called faqih that you must learn how this fuqaha have taught us and so forth they don't just come from their thumb in their pocket and talk nonsense like today people want to play like the salafis they say no you must listen to mbs you must listen to mbz you mufatiyas so you must I call you harami you must remember you'll take money from MBS and the Saudi government you'll take money from the Dubai government shame on you These are murtads and traitors who are stabbing the Muslims in the back. You must remember that. And they're having their rave shows and what-what musical shows. And they lock up their ulama who speak the truth and so forth. And you still got the audacity to take money? I don't speak of people like this. So we must speak of the real ulama who are dedicated their life, you must remember, to Islam and to the propagation of Islam and so forth. So that is the Maslah. So the Hanafis' husband... Cannot touch his wife after she passes away. Majority scholars say permissible. We gave you the ma'alahu wa ma, alay. We gave you everybody's dalail and evidence so you can understand it.
0: Mufti <clears throat> Saib, is it permissible to charge different prices for the same product on the same day to different customers?
1: Here yeah, in front of me, I have a watch, I have my phone, I have my water, my bottle, and all these things here. Yeah. So I'm selling all these things, for example. So one customer come, lucky come, Mr. Lucky Lips. You understand? So I tell him, you take this water worth a bottle, 50 rand. Another guy come, I tell him, 70 ren. Another guy come, 80 rand. So willing buyer, willing seller, from a fatwa point of view, if the price is not written there and the price is not known and so forth, like that. Today you go to supermarket, you see the price there and all that. So that is the price you must pay. So you must remember if they give you discount, then that is their prerogative. So like I went today to ShopRite. So the ShopRite characters, they give us a card. You understand? So I saw how much I have to pay. They said, no, no, no. First time I experienced this today. So they tell me Fundis, you can't pay here. I say, what you mean I can't pay you now? What you're talking now? I say, no, this till of ours won't give you a discount. Go there by the kiosk, that they got that till there, it will give you a discount. So they give me, I say, 50, 40 Ren or whatever it is. So you see, so that is from their side, so it's fine so one is from fatwa point of view you must remember this that it is unethical to do that but is it permissible yes it's permissible provided that the price is not stipulated on that if the price is stipulated 80 red then you come I tell you no it's 100 red so I say well, how can you be? you say no price just went up no that's haram you can't do that but if you want to give it cheaper to you so that is fine it's no problem my kazi comes there he says hey I want to buy this I say kazi for you and just take it free of charge. Or pay me my cost price 30 Rand, 40, 50 Rand. So that's fine, although, ethically, when we study the Ahadith, then per day you should have the same price. You must remember that. That is an ethical issue, akhlaqi issue. But if you have willing buyer, willing seller, so then it's fine and permissible in Islam. <coughs>
0: <laughs> uh, this person says that my son is getting married uh, soon. I'd like to know the value of the mahar. Mufti, sir?
1: MashaAllah, what you got there today, after what you announced there? Yeah, hey, Mufti
0: Sab, we've got the Mahar of Hatim is 21,500 rands. Minimum Mahari is 500 rands.
1: Yeah, now me, I don't give this 21,500 and all that stuff. We work with the with inflation and all. So when people contact me and ask me how much the mahr, it happened now three, four days ago. So one guy asked me, uh, how much is the Mur. So I told him 23,000 and you must pay that if you can afford it. He got a shock. He said, what? I can't pay twenty three. I say now for you you pay five hundred then. So if you don't want five hundred, you pay thousand two. I say then he just he says his answer. You see, yeah, that sounds better, you see. So if you want to pay Mahare Fatimi, so go with the odd numbers twenty two, twenty three thousand, I'll advise you, say twenty three thousand. Yesterday, day for yesterday I met one guy, he's getting married. I asked him, what's your mahar? He said, Kruger coin. I said, how much is the Kruger coin? He said, 38,000. I told him, very good. You must give it to her, to your wife. You see, to be very good, excellent. So, if Allah gave you, mashallah, and your wife must be made the unfettered owner. You can't be telling her she must give it back to you or give it to your mother or father, her father-in-law, mother-in-law. All that is haram. She must be the sole owner of that, and nobody else. Will. Yes, she gives it to mother-in-law, father-in-law, or her parents for safekeeping, keeping the safe or what. That's a different issue. So go to go for twenty-two, twenty-three thousand, and so forth. And you can't then minimum five hundred rent or anything above that. That is Hanafi school. Shafi is and that is one. Uh, not Shafi, sorry. Malikis is 175 rand, so you say 200 rand and so forth. So that is what you should give. So one day in a conference, I delivered a lecture seminar. It was regarding marriage. One old baji, old man, with nice white beard, he stood up. Say, move this up. mahar devano, hukarwa mahar devano. Why must we pay this mahar? Now, who's going to give a long answer? I looked at baji. Baji means old man. I said, baji no pay no play you can't play free of charge you know so you have to patala you have to pay and inshallah see the sacrifice our wives did they left their parents they left their siblings they left their place of birth they left everything to spend the remainder of her life with you oh husband oh zalim why you don't give your wife now and then On the nikah, you gave her 1,000, 5,000, 20,000, 30,000. Alhamdulillah. But after that also, you should give her something every month, every two months, three months, six months. When you give gifts to one another, that will generate mutual love. Husband, wife, there will be difference of opinion. Yeah. There will be difference of opinion. So when you give the gift, oh my honey, oh my poppy, take this money, take this gift, so that for Innal al he habibuna rasulullah mentioned the wisdom and the rationale as well. Authentic hadith in Bayaki This gift it will remove the malice, the rancor, the hatred. Nighttime you want to sleep with her. Nighttime you want to be intimate with her, and so forth and so on so then settle the things properly during the day as well
0: with Sheikh Zakirul Mufti Saab already 15:30 final ad break this afternoon's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies do keep in mind towards the end Mufti Saab once again will be leading us in the dua for the mujahideen for all those in Gaza and also in other parts of the, of the world that are going through difficult times we'll be back with you shortly this is Q&A, Q&A. send us your question on 084 786 3132 Assalamu warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and continuing with this afternoon's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies broadcasting from the studios the head office of Marqaz Sahaba Online voice of the Ahlus Wal Jama'ah from Linesia simulcast on Sirius FM in the East End, as well as on Radio Al-Ansar Mufti Sahib, is it permissible for a Muslim own business to be open during Juma time and to trans, you know for transactions to be taking place?
1: Smillaya Rahman before we respond to that, just one news I saw now on my phone, and that is Urdugan, that the president there of Turkey, Turkey, he said Israel needs to come clean regarding their nuclear. Every day and night they busy with Iran. Iran does inspector, does inspector. Why did no inspectors going to Israel? What is so special of Israel? The whole world saw what a terrorist apartheid Nazi regime they are, guilty of super-terrorism, of genocide and so forth. So that is why you see the white hegemony, the double standards of the Western world. They will tell you about democracy, human rights, and all those long, long lectures, but they are the biggest haramis and biggest swines, you must remember, that in Murdering the Muslims and murdering our children and babies and so forth. So that is always you must remember. You Muslims, you must wake up. Teach your children, your students, what happened there in Abu Ghuray prison. Today, half the Muslims never even heard the term. Abu Ghuray prison is what they tortured the Muslims there of Iraq in that prison there. Go teach them what happened in Bagram prison. There you must remember in Afghanistan, in Kabul, what these Haramis and super terrorists did. Go and teach them what they are doing in Gitmo and Guantanamo Bay and so forth. So And now what they're doing in Palestine and Gaza is laughable. America is saying we're going to get tough with the extremists there in the West Bank and so forth after they murdered almost 200 Muslims, after they stole their homes, after they raped the women and so forth and so on. So then you want to wake up? so remember that is white hegemony they've got that majority of the white east don't come tell me about your don't have apartheid we know what is apartheid that you've got that superior complex and you want the white rule we must remember that is what we have to change we have to say that the white is not always right and the west is not always the best Islam is the best for the east and the west that is what we have to change the mindset of people so the Muslims have to change all Let's remember that. So Havsab, what was your question again? Yeah, uh,
0: the question is Pupti Sab, uh, uh, keeping your business open and transect, uh, transactions taking place during Juma time.
1: Surah sixty-two. Every Muslim believe in the Quran, right? So Surah chapter sixty-two, verse number nine. I read the entire verse for you. Ya ayywalladina amanu iman walo, all you who believe. When the adhan is rendered, the call to prayer is given. On that Friday, the first adhan, as mufti muhammad shafi sab nawarallahu marqadahu we met him several times he passed away on the 10th of shawwal 1976 the great author of maariful quran and he wrote so many books mashallah in arabic urdu many of them translated in english maariful quran translated in english story time the first person to translate it was askari Hassan askari so you must remember there's some name like that when he reached the verse inna li- Allah, إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ He also passed away. He was a translator of Ma'arif al-Qur'an initially. Then they got this one, this one, and all. So is buried there also in the graveyard where Mufti Shafi and all of them. Are, our teachers also are buried there, some of them. So you must remember that So, as in, Mufti Shafi writes in Ma'arif quran You can refer to it, chapter 62, verse 9, in Urdu or the English version. And see the first adhan it refers to. Ither nu Now our Adhan goes 12 fifteen, 12:25 12, 20, 12, like that, so from that time. First ila dhikrillah. Hasten towards the remembrance of Allah, the khutbah, the Arabic khutbah and sermon, and the salat, the namaz, the jummah prayer. Wadarul bayya. Leave your business, meaning no buying, no selling, no transacting, so the shop must be closed. That is better for you if you only knew. But today's Muslim wants to adopt what the Jutlas did. Almighty Allah told the Jutlas, go and read chapter 7, verses 163, 164, 165, 166, that Allah said, your Sabbath, the Saturday, no fishing. <coughs> Lo and behold, all the days no fish come. Saturday comes, the fish start jumping. Hey, Jutla, how are you? Hey, you Jutli, how are you? You Jew, you Jewess. These Jews say, we have to fix this fish up now. So then they start making pathways, you see, from the river, the ocean, and all that hard, the little bahar, so there by the ocean they were. So they make way. That, it must come straight into their house. So you see, Allah, we didn't fish. The fish decided to come to our house. So Allah says it's dead so Chapter 7 verse number 166 Hence we transformed them into monkeys despicable the, the only nation who all might Allah transformed them. Metamorphosis took place they became swines and monkeys. Chapter 5 verse number 60 You see that? Allah made some of them swines some of them monkeys. Today's Muslim, many of them, they say, No, I must leave my shop open. So I asked him now, you're gonna know, read Jummah, so who is there? He said, No, I put my wife there. I put my non-Muslim staff there. So I asked him where the money goes to who? For you to put your wife there, your daughter there, your sister is permissible all this. All haram. So <coughs> we look for loopholes. When a nation looks at loopholes, then we invite in the wrath, the anger, the punishment of Almighty Allah. Therefore Imam Bukhari brought the whole chapter on this Kitabul al It's a very difficult chapter to teach. But nevertheless you must remember this. He was dead against all these hilas and against all these loopholes and shortcuts and so forth. So therefore, O Muslim, you believe in Quran? Close the shop that half an hour, 40 minutes. My beloved father, I was very young. I used to go to the shop there, December time and just play fools there. But my short pants. I was five, six years old. And they tell me, sit there on the fridge. The whole day they just still cold drink there and they pay for one and they drink three. So I used to go and sit on the fridge. And then I sell five cents, five cents, five cents. End of the day, I come, I think I'm a millionaire with all the five cents I collected. My father said, bring all the money. Then he give me five cents, ten cents. But I collected so much but I can't tell him anything. Next day, same thing. Now come 24th December, and it's Friday, because next day is Christmas, you see, it's Friday, it's Saturday, is Christmas. So you know how busy the shop is. From 12 o'clock, come on, come on, everybody out, everybody out. Then what time? I say, come back 1 o'clock. Come back 1.30. That Friday, no lecture, no nothing in the masjid. <laughs> Tell the baulada, we have got time for your lectures, you see. So quick, quick, sharp shoot. So this was in the 60s and all these kind of things. So we close your shop and then see how much barakah Allah will give you. But we need iman. We need that, far, we need that conviction. Then Allah will give us that barakah. So all these are loopholes, not permissible. It's haram. You're fooling yourself.
0: Is it permissible for females to read the Qunut and Nazila after every salah?
1: we won't call it Kunut and Azilah, we will call it Dua so you're just reading a Dua because they're looking inside the Kitab the book and so forth some females some males don't know it so they open the Kitab after their Namaz and then they read Allahumma fi man hadait wa afina fi man afait wa tawallana fi man yesterday today Sunday day for yesterday Friday I was in bronchis bronchis prayed and there I delivered khutbah salat and I made Kunut Last week, Rastenberg, our Haji, Jusuf, Brownie, Yusuf, Isa, Allah reward them all. So they also, so wherever we go now, so I tell him, okay, I'll make the khutbah salat because some imams, they don't want to. Regarding Kunud nazila in salat, so remember the Hanafis, fatwa is any jahri salat, any loud salat, you can do it in Allah's rakat, Fajr, Maghrib, Isha, Jummah, and Shafi'is and them say in all five salats, even in Asr and Zor you can do Kunut and Nazila according to the Shafis and them. And Mustafa Rasulullah made Kunut Taif for one month and then left it. But it doesn't mean you can't do for one month. Totally permissible. So now there's war. If you don't the war actually, but anyway people call it a war and it's day for forty four, one and a half month. So from that time already you are reading kunut and azila, totally permissible There's no problem with that so according to all four schools totally per- permissible you're my mother sisters daughters you should learn all these things here Allahumma adina <speaking> fi man ha'dayt <Hebrew> wa'afina fi man a'fayt wa tawallana fi man tawallayt wa bariklana fi man wa qina sharma qadayt fa inna ka wa la yugza alayk fa innau la yadhill mawwalayt wa la ya'izzu man a'dayt tabarakta rabbana wa like. Thereafter, read the du'as like I'm reading now. You can read any du'a. Allahumma the Islam al-Muslimin. Allah mansur al-Mujahidin fi kulli Makan, Allah mansurhum fi Gaza. Allah mansurhum fi al Allahumma, you must use the word Yahud. Sometimes I hear imams reading. Know the Yahood and I'm so amazed, you know. Allahumma alaika bil al muhtallin, al ghasibin. Ya Allah, punish the Jutlas. They are the crooks. They stole our country, they stole our land, they stole our mosque, they stole, you must remember, our farms and orchards. Allah salit alayhim kalban min kilabik. Appoint your dogs for them, Ya Allah. And read the dua of Khubay bin Adi. Hubei bin Adi read the dua there at Tana'im just before his martyrdom and execution and he said Ya Allah these people are going to execute me the first person to read two rakat salat before he being executed so he read Allah ma'ahsihim and from there he sent salam to Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam go open Bukhari Sharif go open Fatul Bari and the commentary of Bukhari Sharif the whole incident is there and he cried to Allah and in few months whole lot everyone who was busy there executing him all of them died a disgraceful death you must remember so that is how you should be begging petitioning Almighty learn my sisters Hmm.
0: Mufti Sahib is it correct to say that the angels assisted at the battle of Badr
1: Quran says that وَلَقَدْ نَصَرَكُمُ اللَّهُ بِبَدْرِيُّ وَأَنْتُمْ All Almighty Allah Jalla wala assisted you when you were few in number. And if you look at the figures, the Adad and the Udad, in Arabic what you say, the Adad and the Udad, So the number and the ammunition and arms and all that they had. So Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, speaks of that in the Noble Quran. And what does Almighty Allah say? Allah Jalla Wala, helped you. You must remember they in Badr. And you were very, very few in number. And remember that in the case like that, Muslims were 313 and the enemy were 1000 approximately. This side Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the commander-in-chief and that side was Abu Jahal and remember that they were so proud and arrogant as far as they were concerned it was a foregone conclusion definitely we are going to win so listen to what all might Allah states: Surah Al-Imran and verse number 123 so easy to refer to remember chapter 3 and verse 123 so now all might Allah states: the odds are what? 3 to 1 so Allah says I will send down alafim min al that I will send down 3000 angels if I want Then Allah Ta'ala said If I want, I'll send down 5,000 One angel is enough But Allah sent for them Why? Allah says It was Bishara A great tidings for you And your hearts will feel contentment and satisfied Allah's help is coming Go read, O Ummah Chapter 3, Sula al-Ibrahim Verses 123 right up to 127,
0: and you will find the answers there. This person says that i going through great difficulties within the family, the husband and the wife and the children. They say there's just no peace in the house. What do we do?
1: Oh, look for Asbabul Tamanina. How will you get peace in the house? Allah, behold. When you remember Almighty Allah, you're obedient to Almighty Allah, then Allah will send down that peace, that tranquility. Husband and wife, when you involve in halal activities, not haram every day, watch a movie, every day Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, Shaitan Hood. So that is not azbabu that is azbabu al So that are the reason, causes for conflict and rouse interactions. So you must bring about the good actions. And then what will happen? إِنَّ amanu rahman when you have through iman righteous deeds Allah will bring wudda ya yawadud. ya wadud. Allah will bring love understanding husband and wife when they embrace one another Is not the body's only meeting Is the heart's meeting and when the hearts meet then you have that unity in thought then whether you are in a plane and the turbulence is there you still will be together whether you are in South Africa with the 25 million potholes, you will still go through them together whether in a boat in the ship you will go through the waves together so duk and suk prosperity adversity you will be together and next one till out of quran so remember if you turn away when woman are the donga. when you don't read my quran my reminder then i'm going to make your life miserable and terrible and horrible for you all these are quranic verses so read the asma ul allah al husna the five daily salat we don't want to do that and then we wonder why life is going uh, retrogressing instead of progressing. So think about all this and dua. A dua usilahul mu'min. mustadrak Hakim Sadith. Dua is the weapon of a believer. So Allah says, Allah manwanahe. We must beg Almighty Allah. Allah make decisions in our favor. So so many things, charity every day. Do we give charity? We know lam say leh. We don't know dal said leh. Today I want to full petrol. So one guy came by me. He said, Kazi, oh, sh- uh, Molana, or some word he used. He say give me money. I say I'll give you, but be honest with me. What you going to do? You're going to smoke, is then? He said, No, now you hold his stomach like it's a karat almost. He said, No, you know me, I'm very hungry. I say, I know your stories, but take never mind. So, whatever little bit we got, so we must give and give them some advice also. Remember that. And Allah ke makhluq bar kharch karna hai, or Allah ke khazana se hai. Learn to spend on the creation of Allah, and then you take from the unlimited treasures of all. Almighty Allah Anfiq Ya Bilal Hadith in Shama'il Tirmidhi Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Addressing his Minister of Finance Anfiq Ya Bilal Spend, Spend O Bilal Radiyallahu Anuwardah The Muazzin And Minister of Finance Of the Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam From the public treasury The Baytul Mal Wala Taqshya Min Dil Arshi Iqlal Bilal Iqlal You see The Kaafiyah The rhyming so don't fear from the one who possesses the Arsh and the throne and the universe. Dead, they are, the resources will diminish and decrease. Nay, Allah's Khazana, Allah's treasures are limited, infinite. So that is the Yaqeed and conviction we should also have.
0: Lisa, finally, a family member is suffering from swelling in the eye and pain in the eye. The specialists don't know what is actually happening. What do I can be read for this?
1: So don't go to the optometrist, go to the, what, ophthalmologist. So my op- optician, my, in olden days when I was, you know, very young, so they used to tell me, they're taking me, my father used to tell me, sometimes my mother also, said, no, you must go optician. She never knew optician. He said, Cheshmaj, doctor. You say doctor. In Urdu they say, doctor. So when you get sick, you need three Ds, three Ds, Doctors. So that is doctor, but in Urdu they say, doctor. And then two, Dawah. You need medication. And three, you need Dua. So three Ds. Doctor, and then Dua, and then dawa. So you do that, my brother. So now you are ill, you sick, your eyes are paining, Allah give you Shifa. So don't go to ordinary optician, optometrist, go to ophthalmologist. There's big, big shots who are specialists and all that. So they will tell you a lot of nice things, inshallah. Second one, you must then read. Read now with me. Chapter 50, Surah 50. 50, Surah Qaf, and that is Surah 50, verse 22. Ya Allah, you remove all the veils and the curtains in the law. Ya Allah, let my eyes be sharpshoot, I can see properly and so forth. Even if it's musty, hazy conditions, you can see properly. فَكَشَفْنَا أَنْكَ غِطَاءَكَ فَبَصَرُكَ الْيَوْمَ حَدِيدٍ Chapter 50, verse 22. And then you read the Asma Asma'u Allah, the 99 beautiful names of Allah, Ya Nuru, Ya Nuru, Ya Nuru. I myself, after every first salat, I read it in Imam makes salam. Allahu Akbar, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. Then I read this verse once, فَكَشَفْنَا أَنْكَ غِطَاءَكَ أكف اليوم حديد then I blow on my thumb and I read Ya Nuru, Ya Nuru, Ya Nuru, and then I rub on the eyes. So inshallah you do that my brother. Give our charity Dawu Maradakum Bisadaqah the hadith in the marasil of Abu Dawud we also make dua for you and all those who are ill Imam Bukhari <laughs> Rahimahullah Muhammad bin Ismail had he was born with sight but then in this youth right in his youth formative years he lost his sight. The Imagine the mother and them crying, begging. The mother used to cry so much. One day she saw Nabi Ibrahim, Khalilullah alayhi salam, giving Bushra, Bisharat to Ummul Bukhari, to Muhammad bin Ismail's mother. Hey, mother, go see your son. Muhammad bin Ismail, Allah gave him Basarat, Allah gave him Basirat, Allah gave him Firasat, Allah gave him such insight, foresight, and everything. He became Amirul Muminin fil Hadith, one of the greatest scholars of Hadith. So never lose hope in the mercy of All Might, Allah Jalalullah. I think it's time for dua now, Inshallah.
0: Jim of the Sub time for dua.
1: Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Allah Mala Ushi, Sanaan Alaik, and Takama as Nesta Allah Nafsik, Allah Malake Shukru Kulu, Walakal Hamdu Kulu, Allah Malake Alhamdul Iman, Walakal Hamdubil Islam, Walakal Hamdubil Nabi al Zaman, Walakal Hamdubil Koran, Walakal Hamdubil Siha Walafia, Walakal Hamdubil Ali Wal Iyal, Allah Malake Alhamdul be Mahadei Tana, Walakal Hamdu be Makar Ram Tana, Walakal Hamdu ولك الحمد بما زقتنا واعطيتنا اللهم اصولي وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيئنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا ذاب النار ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا هبلنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة يُنِي وَجَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا عَلَى اللَّهِ تَوَكَّلْنَا عَلَى اللَّهِ تَوَكَّلْنَا رَبَّنَا لَا تَجْعَلْنَا فِتْنَةً لِلْقَوْمِ الظَّالِمِينَ وَنَجِّنَا بِرَحْمَتِكَ مِنَ الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ اللَّهُمَّ اكْفِنِيِهِم بِمَا شِئْتَ اللَّهُمَّ اكْفِنَا هُمْ بِمَا شِئْتَ اللَّهُمَّ إِنَّا نَجْلُكَ فِي نُحُورِهِمْ وَنَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ شُرُورِهِمْ اللَّهُمَّ اجْلِ تَدْبِيرَهُمْ تَدْمِيرَهُمْ يَا رَبَّ الْعَالَمِينَ اللَّهُمَّ عَلَيْكَ بِالْيَهُودِ الظالمين المحتلين الغاصبين الا ما احصي عددا واقتلهم ولا تبقي منهم احدا اللهم سلط عليهم كلبا من كلابك اللهم أرنا عجائب قدرتك فانهم لا يعجزونك يا رب العالمين انهم قد قتلوا وتغوب غوا افسدوا في الارض اللهم أرنا عجائب قدرتك في غزه وفي فلسطين اللهم عليك باليهود الظالمين اللهم عليك بمن وعلاهم اللهم أهل جيوش الأمريكيين وجيوش إسرائيلين يا رب العالمين إنك قوي عزيز اللهم منزل الكتاب ومجري الصحاب وَهَازِبُ الأحزاب سريع الحساب اهزمهم اهزم اليهود ومن وعلاهم اهزمهم يا رب العالمين وانصرنا عليهم وانصر أهل فلسطين وانصر أهل غزه عليهم اللهم تقبل شهداءهم اللہم آفی جرحاہم اللہم آفی جرحاہم اللہم شفی يا رب العالمين يا الله علی گناہوں کو معاف فرما دیجئے یا اللہ ستاری کا معاملہ فرما دیجئے یا اللہ فلسطین اور غزہ والا کو شوقت فرما ان یہود ظالموں کو یہ دہشتگر نابود کر جو عرب بدبختے اور کمبختے اگر <laughs> agar inki muqaddar mein hidayat no ho to in sabku bin nestor nabood karde ya Allah ya Allah these Arab rulers and traitors the Muslim rulers and traitors who are siding with the West who are helping Israel and America give them hidayat if there's no hidayat you decimate them destroy them ya Allah. <laughs> ya Allah inna ka la kulli shayin qadeer ya Allah wa ahun beloved country ya Allah Allah ma aminna fi awtaanina ya Allah grant us safeties security Yalla, all these brothers sisters families helping us you reward them Haji Muhammad Ikhlas and the capital group brother Muhammad Khan and his family of Lanesia, Buti Ghani of Oakhis and his family all the directors of Radio Ansar International all the directors of our Sirius FM brother Faisal Asmal and Yusuf Asmal you reward them our Maulanas Mona Ahmad Dokrat Mona Abdul Aziz Amor the Gday family and whoever as, Allah assist them, Ya Allah, have mercy on them, have mercy on us and the Ummah and Muslimah Call Allah Taala Fishani <speaking> Habibi. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusullun ala al-Nabi ya'yi wa al-Ladin aman yusullu alaihi wasallimu taslima. Allah masulli wasallimu barik ala syyidina wa habibina <Hebrew> wa shafeena Muhammadin sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah mahfiz bilad al Haramaina sharifin min kulli su'ul ma makruh. Allah إلى المجد الأقصى من اليهود الغاصبين المحتلين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وأرنا مناسكنا وتبالينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم رب جلني مقيمة صلاة ومن ذريتي ربنا وتقبل دعاء ربنا في لي ولوالديا وللمؤمنين يوم يقوم الحساب سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون السلام المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين آمين آمين amin. Inshallah, next up will be the news, and then with Afiz Kala, inshallah, that is with Brother Suleiman Esop, and then will be Sheikh Hanif, Business Ke Masail, meaning the laws related to business, halal, haram. 5 to 6, inshallah, Moana Siddat, a lecture to the females, and then 6 to 7, Moana Zahid and myself, with the Issues regarding Gaza and Palestine. The repeat seven o'clock will be that Moana Ridwan Kaji, What is really happening there in the Holy Lands? Eight to nine, brother Shafat, legal talk with the legal, with the legal eagles. So the lawyers. inshallah. Nine to ten, Moana Arafat, Maulana Karim, with a discussion. Ten to eleven, Sheikh Ahmed Dida, the lecture on Dawood. Eleven to twelve, the Quran Sharif. How the children learn it? Make dua for the sinner and the Ummah. Amin. As. Salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Inshallah, my brother, lucky will be four parts or two parts. You say two parts. It will be that the podcast. So two parts, Inshallah, we'll send it out to you and the lecture I delivered today also we will send it out. Inshallah, barakallahu fik. Salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: We say shukran alaykum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to the Mufti Sahib as well as to the directors, sound engineers and the esteemed listeners on the various radio stations. Until next time we say wa s-salamu alaykum, alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh This is Q&A. Send us your question on zero eight four seven eight six three one three two.